This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, Laurie and Julia Show on My Talk 107 on everything entertainment on your hook day. Uh, before the hour is out, uh, we will give you a chance to call in and win a $50 gift card to the Four Bells restaurant and also a couple of tickets for the Luxury Loft and Condo Tour. We'll, we'll let you know when they call in. By the way, have you seen the Elton John Snickers commercial? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess it's pretty cute. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, let's give away the Four Bells right now. Why not? You're going to go to dinner at Four Bells. You're going to get tickets for the Luxury Loft and Condo Tour. Be the seventh caller, 651-641-1071. Thank you, Lorraine. Okay, so uh, Ryan Reynolds is thinking, why should George Clooney, Diddy, and Jay-Z have all the booze money in the world? He's gotten into... The booze spirit game with yeah. Aviation American Gin, which is Richard Branson. It's a partnership to serve this stuff on the Virgin Atlantic flights. And, Honest to pay. Uh, yeah. And they're going to mix drinks on select flights. Branson and Ryan Reynolds. Imagine having Ryan Reynolds make your cocktail. I would die. And remember, Clooney and his partner sold Casamigos tequila for a yep. billion dollars. Matthew McConaughey's in the game. Bob Dylan is in the booze game. Drake is in the booze game. There's a ton of other people in the wine game. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds joked on Twitter, Sir Richard Branson has promised to teach me the difference between revenue and profit, so I'm beyond excited. That makes me laugh. (laughs) You know, Croc, is it Croc or who? What is that one? C-R-O-C. Ciroc. Ciroc. How do you spell that? C-I-R-O-C. Who is that? I don't know who makes it's that a, or it's Cheetos. A, it's a celebrity. Mm-hmm. Um, is it Diddy? Um, using distributed, it just says no. No, I don't know. I, I, I feel like anyway, it, I feel like it was Jay Z. Maybe it is. They've yeah. they've gotten in the booze business. Good lord! Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. It's All not right. as good as like developing something like Instagram, which is was valued at a hundred billion dollars. That was a good development. Yeah. But now he's left. because The Facebook, two guys have left. Yeah, yeah. Facebook bought Instagram. Mm-hmm. So Cheryl Strandberg, is that her right name? Yeah. And, and Jeff Zuckerberg are going to be leading the forces there. Yeah. Okay, Donnie posted James Corden and Neil Patrick Harris doing delivering the worst singing telegrams ever on Late Show. It was funny. It was very funny. Yes. It was on last night's show. They wore matching red velvet tuxedos and black ties and they started in a parking lot before they got in their singing telegram service van and they went around and they go place you know go to it's very oh, yeah. fine is there even singing telegrams i don't know anymore? remember christopher hopkins used it? to do it yeah. at it was onion wild what? onion or something i would laurie so i'm going to tell you what we were going to do for your birthday uh-huh 
The okay. wild, was it? No, not that was the rest it of was, the wild onion. It was no, but it was onion. something onion. Yeah, singing telegrams. Singing telegrams. Um, so we were going to do that. <laughs> you were going to get me a singing telegram on my birthday? No. I so I, I hope there's going to be some no. dancing and taking well, off some clothes. Well, here was what we were going to do, is we were going to tell you that in honor of this year's Cat Video Festival, Amy B. Arthur is making us have on the new guest, which is the humorous, the cat, comic slash stripper so we were going to have the cat come in uh-huh. and someone we looked online to look up all the cat suits and we could get someone in like the cat in the hat suit or something with whiskers and stuff they couldn't see the face at all so we <coughs> were going to have a cat stripper come in here and you would be like what i'm not having a cat person done you know we were already talking about i could hear your reaction i'm not having a cat comic on my show <laughs> why the hell and i'd say b arthur's my guess well i I don't care. I don't want to have the cat. I don't want a cat. So then I started thinking, so we're looking for strippers. And then we're thinking we'll contact Chanahas and Dinner Theater and we'll have someone just kind of do a, it would be funny. So the cat comes in here and I'm telling you the cat comment. And you're oh, but I'm not a off. cat person. I know you oh. aren't. But then he takes off his stuff and it's a cat stripper. Mm-hmm. But the cat was to get him in here. Got it. So then we decide the cat should be Casey. Oh Lord, he never would have done no, that. No, he. And then we thought, would it be mean to have a stripper in for you? And then I think no. But then we lost interest. Yeah. But that was that was what we were gonna do. Yeah, and I mean, like, we were wondering if there's, Casey. if there's singing telegrams anymore. Do people still six, do five, that? One, six wow, five one six one one zero seven one. I'll have to clear the lines after the contest. Yeah, oh yeah. Okay. You All right. Do well, that. I'm gonna look it <laughs> up okay, right well, now. In the meantime, um, in Australia, okay, uh, there is. It was Eastern Onion. Eastern Onion. Telegram. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Is it still around? It is. It is. Good. That's good to know. Yeah. Christopher do that? Yes. Christopher, yeah. That's what we just said. Oh, uh-huh. I was on the phone. Okay, so let me just get off of the same There's telegram. an Elvis. Of course there is. Mm-hmm. Of course. There's probably a banana, a showgirl, a cowgirl, a cowboy. The Michael Jackson one? Yeah, everything. All right, so in any of the houses that you lived, did you ever live next to anybody who had like a... Let's say a year-long construction project that happened at their house in your neighborhood that kind of disrupted your street or cul-de-sac, or did you ever live next to anyone who was under construction for a year? Just the roads. Okay, but no Always houses. the roads. No, okay. ho- no, no houses. Okay, do you think you'd be upset if you did have, like, let's say it was right next door, you had the alley. Like, I, I give my friend, Gretchen, if you're listening, I gave her major crap about it because they built a garage mm-hmm. behind their house and they took beadboard from, like, some old cabin or something uh-huh. and put it, their garage is like a carriage house. Right. And it took, it literally took, like, four months in the summer and yeah. sharing the alley. And you hear it every day. Every day, every day. And it was just like, whoa, I couldn't believe it. it but it was just four months. Right, and okay. I get upset when the mowers come. Yeah, but no, I'm talking construction. No, I construction hate it. When it makes somebody, noises. Yeah, okay, so Chris Hemsworth and Elsa Pataki. His wife. Yeah, they have left L.A. They've gone back to, you know, Australia. That's uh-huh. where they like it. They love their beloved Brian Bay in Australia. And apparently... Uh, I I won't make any Thor jokes, but they are building such a monstrosity of the home. Okay. It's so massive. All there's tons of people who are like, it looks out of place. It looks like a shopping mall. Right. The internet is going crazy over Thor's new massive fortress. There's endless amounts of concrete. A huge chunk of the forest is taking out and it, 
is it's dwarfing just, everything else in Byron Bay, which they have always gone on and on about what a pristine part of Australia this Byron Bay is. But yet they're building a hotel. Yeah. And I the, think there should be building rules. Yeah, well, this is Australia, mm-hmm. and the neighbors are just going crazy. And I think and regardless should. of what's being built, a year construction project will set off the neighbors. I, three months. Yeah. Three months, because I work at home in the morning, mm-hmm. and they're rebuilding my tennis court, you know? Yeah. Um, And they're there in the morning, every day, every with day. their loud trucks. And when the trucks back up, they beep, 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 beep. Yeah. jackhammer, beep, beep. Oh, I would go insane. Yeah, yeah. So that happened on Lake Minnetonka. A friend of ours that was in here was building her home, and four homes were going up. Hers was the first done, and then she had to live through all the construction, construction. of all the other people. Yeah, she says it's a nightmare. Yeah. Well, I guess it's bougie problems if you got a lot of money. I guess. Right? Okay. Uh, Giselle Bunchen has a book out. Well, it's called. Uh, it's going to be profiled in this week's. People, it's called Lessons: My Path to a Meaningful Life, and our uh, super thirty-eight-year-old supermodel is getting very real. Uh, she talks about that in twenty fifteen she did get breast augmentation. I don't know if she does any dishing about Leo. Pr- probably not. But the anyway, reason she got it, though, well, she we said, all knew she went to Paris. She got all kinds of surgery. But the reason she had that is because her children liked her left breast better when she breastfed, so she had uneven breasts. And the left boob probably looked like a knotted knee sock mm-hmm. hanging down. Oh That's what happens, Lori. And I asked you, <laughs> how do you know this? I saw both of my sisters after they breastfed their babies. My one sister, they they looked like two long tube socks oh, with a gosh. knot at the end. Lori! Oh, dear. No, they did. And she said, I don't feel sexy. Look at it. And I said, well, I mean, when you lay down, don't they kind of like, you know. Fluff up? Fluff up or something. And she said, no, they're completely depleted. And I can't. And I said, well, then get your boobs done if you want, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, here she is a model. Of course, she's probably going to do that. But I didn't know that kids favored one side or the other. I thought they both equally deflated. I did too, Lori, because I didn't breastfeed. Yeah. Um, anyway, and then she does talk about having, you know, that she went through a panic attack mm-hmm. and had had when she was early model taking Xanax and drinking too much and smoking cigarettes and lots of coffee and she had bad thoughts. I don't know. I think people will read read her book. Uh, um, it's relatable because, again, she always has to have a great figure. And so the pressure, I mean, even though it's her job. Yeah. it That's a whole lot of body image stuff I'm and pressure. I'm shocked she admitted that, actually. I was impressed with mm-hmm. this, actually. You know, she makes more money than her husband. Yeah. Like a lot more. Yeah. Anyway, I do. I kind of think I, this makes her more real. I would love it if she would say something about Leonardo DiCaprio because if it's it lessens my path to a meaningful life, you got to talk about some of the boyfriends that you wasted time with or some of the men that you wasted time yeah, with. We just want to know about Leo. I do. I just want to know. Like, I know. When did she have her epiphany? Was it when she turned twenty five? And I and mean, he did he string her along? Right. Like, Mary. I mean, you know. So I don't like it when women waste some of their most um, precious years. Years, yeah, on somebody that Remember doesn't have good three. intentions or three years. Oh, I wouldn't even give somebody three years. Are you kidding me? About like whether or not you're going to be in a relationship and have kids if you're in your twenties or thirties. Hell no, I'm not giving even three. 
Oh, Lorene, you're so you, generous with yourself. No, but I mean, yeah, the I is too long of time to waste with somebody in your 20s or 30s if they don't have the same... But isn't that... Well, you you got to get to know them first, well, Lori. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm just saying, if you know that you want to be in a relationship that involves marriage yeah. and children and you're with somebody who just keeps... Dragging, you know, and kind of saying, and does, you got to cut your losses, man. That's easier said than done. It, it I isn't. did it for a long time with my guy. It, but, but, but it is, it is easy. It, it is easier to be alone and find somebody else. But you else. keep thinking, thinking it's right around the corner. I know, but it's magical thinking. And, and you just got to come right point blank out and ask somebody, do you not want to have kids? Do you not want to get married? If, or whatever it is that you're looking for. Maybe you want to sell all your stuff and travel around the world for two years. That's your ultimate goal. Well, don't be with somebody who wants to be in the nine to five life and magically think they're going to change. This is the kind of stuff I want from Giselle. I want to hear some of her. I, was I don't think you're going to get that. When we were going to get back around to what the hell are we talking about here? Because I'm lost. I know. It's Lori's tangent. Well, yeah. I was just wondering. I think that's easier said than done because I dated my guy that I married for five years. Yeah, and look at how much time you wasted when you could have been dating other people. Oh, for Whoa, crying out loud, my. I didn't. I had two beautiful children. Well, I, I had 21 you, years of great marriage. It doesn't say you wouldn't have gotten back with them, but then tell what you had to do to get him to I'm get off the dime. You had to break up with them and run away with... Run Stop. off to another country. This is my story. I know, but I'm just saying, I know the rest of the story. You had to take drastic action to get him off of his keister. Well, so you could have the marriage and the babies that you wanted. That's what you got to do. That. I, I do feel good that you did that. Or, or that you just said that out loud? Well, I mean, oh, was I, it a secret? No, oh. no I didn't no, think so. I got something for you. Feel good about that? Yeah, I yeah. feel good about really, what you just said? I basically I really just did. said that. Yeah, no kidding. All right, before we go, uh-huh. a caller wanted you to know she didn't want to go on the air. Mm-hmm. She lives in Shorewood, okay? Oh, development she, Central. Yep. She's two houses down. Oh, dear. There's a 50,000 square foot <gasps> thing going up that's across between Gander Mountain and the Jetsons. Wow. And it's been going on for four years. Oh, <laughs> oh that is I would un- lose it. Yeah, no names. Those of people need to send all their neighbors on a trip to Vegas. Oh, man. Oh, they need to put in. Yeah. You know those thick windows or something. Oh, that would. Oh, that, that's 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 out of line. That's balls. That's balls. There it is. Mm-hmm. Concrete balls. Yep. All right. Listen, we come back. It's time for the dirt alert. This is a my talk dirt alert. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Hey, Elizabeth. Hey, Elizabeth. Hi, girls. How are you? We're good. How are you? Oh, I'm so good. You know who else is so happy is uh, Dakota Johnson and Chris Martin. These two um, are very happy together. Dakota Johnson said... I'm not going to talk about it, but I am very happy when she was asked about her relationship with re- Chris Martin. And remember, she has, they have matching tattoos. They have matching tattoos, uh-huh. which Stephanie Hansen says is the kiss of death to a relationship. Well, it's a bold move. Well, maybe not necessarily the matching tattoos, right? but when you get like someone else's name tattooed oh, on your body. good Lord. We it's all over. know why no forever. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, right, we guys? do. If that well, isn't a cautionary tale, I don't know what is. You know, they seem like a really cute couple. And yeah. I would, and the only thing I would say is he already has his kids. Yeah, and she's 28. Yep. Yes. So don't sell yourself shirts, sweetie. Lori said. I was listening, Lori, and yep. I was, I was saying, agree? way to go. You're totally right. Yes. Yeah. This is the um, some of the great unfairness of women versus men. Yeah. Is yes. that if you want to bear children yeah. there is a clock if you there are is. a woman and yeah. mm-hmm. if you are a man there is not as much of a clock I mean, although i think more more women are you know like freezing, freezing their, their eggs, eggs but yeah. i mean i don't think that's like some easy thing no to i don't do. either and it's no. expensive it's I mean, how much process. is your monthly rent for an egg yeah oh my exactly gosh. i know i'm sure it's a lot to keep it in the freezer and right it, and then the whole process of then getting the egg back in because yeah. you oh. know when you just get pregnant the eggs already in there in case you were wondering are right. you thank you love <laughs> i love there. it when you tell us that smart science <laughs> stuff i just think um that is one of the great injustices is that time for having children is not equal for men and women and so i think you're absolutely right for three years and frankly i mean if you say if you want to have children and have that in your life i mean that should be pretty it shouldn't take like five years to get there Right? No, you're wasting well, your time yeah you're young i know but I know. sometimes i mean Sometimes you got it. You know what? You break up with them and scare the hell out of them. If they love you, they'll come and chase you down. You know, I know a couple who they have six children together. And she said that when she would go out on dates, when she was a college student, I think she went to like St. Ben's or St. Thomas. Mm -hmm. She was that young and she knew she wanted to have a ton of kids. Yeah. And so every date she would go on, she would say, I want to have six to eight kids. I want to have six to eight kids. This is what I want. Like, I want to have this many kids. And if the guy had any sort of like, oh boy, thought. Right. Or face. He was out. And then when she met her husband, she said, I want to have six to eight kids. And he said, so do I. And Perfect. then they have six kids. <sighs> well, look at how that worked out. Maybe just be really upfront from the beginning about what you want. I don't, I think you'd scare people. Well, off. not on the first not date. On the first <laughs> date. Sure. I would wait till Make the sure you got some chemistry yeah, going. Yeah, exactly. Okay, that's true. And yeah. it is true that you, uh, you don't have to be in your 20s or 30s to have kids. Rashida no. Jones is a mom. Yeah. She's 42 and she just welcomed her first child with her boyfriend, mm-hmm. Ezra Koenig, months ago. They're very tight-lipped about their relationship as well. And he's only 34. Well, you know, also Daniel Craig and Rachel Weiss. I heard. I you think she's about like forty six, mm-hmm. and they had their first child yeah. together. Yes, and like look at Kate Hudson, who's going to have her third anytime. Right. Yeah. She has them spaced out like ten years apart with whatever relationship she's in. Well, I mean, she's got money and extra time, but I've exactly. got a sister who had uh, like five children over uh, 30 years. And let me tell you, she was so sick of having kids. It, it went on forever. The yeah. first that one be, at 18. That would be hard. The first one at 18, the last one at 40. She was, Whoa. she got crabby. I would get crabby too. She That's got crabby. She was just raising kids all her life. She's, you know what I mean? Boy, the difference between um, like being parented by the oldest and the youngest, yeah. you know, for the kids, I bet they were like, we have two completely different mothers. 
Completely. Yeah. Yeah. Ben Affleck took a little break from rehab for a work meeting as he continues his treatment. So mm-hmm. he was photographed arriving at Warner Brothers. Uh, he was wearing a casual blue t-shirt, navy shorts, a zip-up jacket with a gray baseball hat and black sneakers. Okay. In well, case you're uh, wondering. We wish you well, Ben. I do wish him well. Yeah. We want, we, we're wishing all the luck mm-hmm. in the world for your sobriety, but I don't think you should be Hanging, hanging out, out with, with the, the little 22 year old. No. What would they, what are they saying in rehab right. about that? I know. I do like this idea though of, I mean, not that I'm an expert in rehab, but I do think there's something to like living somewhat in your real life too, because you do have to figure out how to move forward when right. you're out. Right. But it sounds, I, I, I feel like he just makes a lot of bad choices. Yeah. OJ Simpson has a lot to say about Bill Cosby being in prison. What's he have to say? He's concerned that Bill Cosby is going to be attacked because he thinks that he is uh, Bill Cosby is going to be a target. Okay, Bill Cosby has money to pay for protection, and I wouldn't be surprised if he maybe even gets kind of some rock star treatment from you know some of the people who are just like, hey, it's you know Fat Albert. True. Hey, you know what I mean? OJ's golfing in Nevada, so he's doing okay post-prison. And he yeah. said the problem is the nature of the crime. Rapists are frowned upon in prison, which I do think is a real fascinating What about thing. a murderer that murdered his wife and her boyfriend? Yeah. I don't think he that people... Has, yeah. I, think it's, I think if you're in jail for oh. harming children... Okay, for sure. What? And then I, it, that's the worst. That's what people don't like the most. But yeah. I can't believe that he even would say that. Well, he was ass, probably. Yeah. I don't know. He was just excited that someone cared about him in yeah, his I golf guess. club. Mm-hmm. Um, Ashton Kutcher signed over the home he once owned, co-owned with uh, Rumor Willis. Isn't that kind of funny? I, that he owned it with Mila Kunis, but he si- signed it over to Rumor. Or did he sign? No, it's oh, he signed it over, and he once owned it with Rumor. With oh, Rumor. He, he did. He bought it in 2009. Oh, cool. Um, and... With rumor, and of course that's Demi Moore's daughter. It was originally purchased for nine hundred seventy-one thousand five hundred dollars. Both Ashton Kutcher and Rumor Willis's names were on the deed. Oh, that's cool. It's kind of an interesting uh, thing. He's nice. kept good relationship that's with those nice. kids. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where is Demi Moore these days? I Where? don't know. Good question. I'm gonna look her up. She's probably just having fun, and maybe she's on a yoga retreat. Tiger mm-hmm. Woods' girlfriend is getting lots of attention now after his big win on Sunday. Yeah. I looked her up. She was evicted from I, her apartment, is $240,000 in debt, and she's had her wages as Woods' restaurant director garnished. Oh, whoopsie. Whoopsie-daisy. She, she uh, yeah. I guess she's not asking her boyfriend for money, so nope. there you go. Knows, the Daily knows. Mail reports that the debt could take up to 67 years to pay off. That doesn't feel good. Yeah. But anyway, that's all right. Are they all off to Paris? Is that where the Ryder Cup is? Yeah. Paris? Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Very yep, yep, good. Yep. Elizabeth, thank, thank you so you. much. We'll talk to you tomorrow. And then there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. I am shocked at your behavior. Mm-hmm. All right. What are we going to do today? I I wanted to just revisit, you know, Hollywood and, you know, Harvey Weinstein, just so gross. I guess uh, there was a cartoon or they just spoofed him. Oh, it was on um, maybe a Law and Order, one of the shows. Anyway, they basically, you know, they ripped from the headlines and they had basically a casting call at the hotel. The guy comes out in the bathrobe, nothing underneath. So I was just curious. Okay, we, you know, casting, how long has this, you know, been around? And it's been around since Hollywood began, the casting couch. The term 
was first appeared in Variety on November 24th, 1937, in a story poking fun at a Chicago Tribune reporter for misusing it because he wasn't cool enough to know what it really meant. The casting couch. Casting couch, okay? okay? So I wanted to just look up at, like, okay, who were the... Who started all of this in Hollywood? Who were the casting couch? Was it like Metro Golden Mayor? That that's exactly it. It was, <laughs> was all it? the founders of the movie companies. So okay. Harry Cohn, the co- founder of Columbia Pictures. Yes. Um Daryl Zan- Zanuck, he formed 20th Century, Century Pictures. Okay, pictures. Okay, then you also had yes, MGM, mm-hmm. Louis. Um, Louis B. Mayer. That's mm-hmm. right, Louis B. Mayer. And um there's one other one, but here's one of the, uh, so Harry Cohn, the founder of Columbia Pictures, because okay. people still, we see that, we see the lady holding the crown, you yes. know, it's iconic, well, well. been around, okay, so uh, by 1919, he was in the business in Hollywood, and he was such a tyrant, his temper was his chosen tool for getting his way. He had listening devices throughout his studio that helped him eavesdrop. Oh, please. And he had a sound system that allowed him to blast anyone who annoyed him. So he could talk. So like an intercom. Yeah. You bug me. He was so unpleasant that the comedian Red Skelton, noting how crowded his funeral was in 1958, quipped, it proves what Harry always said, give the public what they want and they'll come out for it. Ha <laughs> ha! And and Harry Cohn did give the public what he wanted. Uh, he, Frank Capra's "It Happened One Night." Mm, uh, said, yeah. Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Yes. All the Kingsmen, which he greenlit that movie, remains a brilliant look at American political crudeness and demagoguery. Oh, yeah, Broderick Crawford. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And of course, Harvey Weinstein gave us some great, great movies, movies. Okay. Shakespeare so in love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not like these people, you know, they don't have a create, you know, they, yeah. they've got these two sides to them. But King Khan, which is what his nickname was, he treated women, it didn't matter if they were stars, secretaries, starlets, wannabe, ingenues, whatever. He just was, he, his office was all white with white chairs a white piano, and a white sofa that one Hollywood biographer deemed the original casting couch. And throughout the Great Depression and World War II, Harry Cohn of Columbia Pictures filled his shelves with silk stockings and expensive perfumes and, like, hairpins, things you couldn't get. Right. Um, women knew what they had to do to earn these gifts. Oh, for crying out loud. But... That was the expectation. Two bobby pins for a French kiss. Yeah, and most succumbed or seduced and didn't kiss and tell. Marilyn Monroe, who admitted to sleeping with many producers, yes. apparently drew the line with Harry Cohn. He invited her to a cruise on his yacht and demanded she strip for him. When she said no, she later reported, I've never in my life seen a man so angry. Oh, really? Yeah. Daryl oh, scares me. Yeah, so Daryl Zanuck uh, was equally crude and talented. He was born in Nebraska. He started writing for the popular Warner Brothers Rin Tin Tin serial, and he eventually formed 20th Century Pictures. Okay. Huge movie studio right, still right. to this day. Um, but uh, it, by 1935, it became 20th Century Fox Film. Okay, mm-hmm. when, and he was ashamed that he wrote and produced... 
slapstick racist comedy. Um, and he was just wanted to like do some other things. So he wanted to highlight poverty. So he did the greenlit grapes of wrath. Mm. Um, he fought racism in a movie called pinky. He got Elia Kazan to direct gentlemen's agreement, which had Gregory Peck as a Gentile reporter goes undercover as a Jew, the first Hollywood expose of anti-Semitism. And, um, so, you know, he did these kind of amazing movies with messages, yet he was also a pig. He, I think he humili- most studio heads were a pig. Maybe. He humiliated his wife, Virginia Fox, by going to Europe in 1956 and shacking up with untalented but fetching French mistresses in a row. And long before these episodes, he flamboyantly announced he was in conference daily between 4 and 4.30 with aspiring actresses. And everyone knew what that was. And sometimes he greeted them half naked with his upper half clothes and nothing on the bottom. Oh, boy. And sometimes he showed off what one biographer called the life-size mold of his private parts in solid gold. Oh, for crying out loud. And he said, impressive, huh? And the formidable Joan Crawford was said to have said to him, I've seen bigger things crawl out of a cabbage. Okay. <laughs> I and, love that. And Joan Crawford, of course, knew way too many. In any of her biogra- or bi- biographies, her memoirs, what they referred to them as casting couch cougars. Right. She was still using her childhood nickname, Billy Lesur, when she starred in a soft core movie with a predictable plot and the name casting couch. So if you ever Google casting couch vintage or vintage, you will get, get a lot a of porny stuff. Oh, you I will. Bet, a yeah. lot of porny, dirty stuff. And most biographers believe that Joan Crawford and MGM bought and destroyed whatever copies of this silent movie okay. from before 1923 that they could find. And she also is said to have paid off a blackmailer $10,000 to hush him up about it. Wow. So, and around this time, um, so now we're like in the 40s, bimbo, mm-hmm. which was Italian for young man. Did anyone know that? No, Johnny? I know. I, no, I, None no, of us I'm, are fluent in Italian. No. Bimbo is Italian for young, for young man. Started applying to women as a slur. And um, Hollywood people joked that the term was an acronym for body immaculate brains optional. Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. So um, Hollywood, Hollywood has stories, but they've always been selling sex. And the legendary director, Ilya Kazan, yes. explained that studio heads thought of every movie they made, no matter how serious the theme, as a love story. And as a result, Elia Kazan admitted cleverly but very crudely that the Hollywood studio heads, and maybe they, it's this thinking is still going on today, mm-hmm. but they're not saying it out loud. They went by a simple rule and a useful one. Do I want to bleep her? That's been going on, on for years. Again, the same yes. thing, which is why... You know, it's taken for like you see the guys always get older and the women get younger because that studio head type of thinking is still Mm -hmm. going on. But the audience 
the feeling that if the producer isn't interested in the actors this way and convincing themselves the audience wouldn't be sure that's the shift i hope change you know yeah. changes so because it's hi everybody this is adriana trajani i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen hannah mitch album Susie essman Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It's sexual mixed it's messaging so that with the crass power dynamic that was going on. Um, you know, and so, yeah, like... Uh, uh, Samuel, um, you know, Goldwyn, I got to just share it with th- this story. And okay. remember when Tippi Hedren, three years ago yeah. in her memoir, talked about how Alfred, Alfred Hitchcock, Hitchcock made her life yes. a living hell. And she quit acting. And she yeah. quit acting. And then a year later, she gave an interview. And Tippi Hedren is the mother of Melanie Griffith and Dakota Johnson. Yeah. She told Variety why she opened up decades after the sexual abuse. And she said, I did it because this is legion all over the world. There's nothing unique about it. Women complain all the time about somebody trying to make a pass at them or have a relationship in which they are not interested. I don't put up with that kind of thing. I wanted to let women, especially young women, know to never allow that kind of approach and to be forceful in telling people you're not interested in having that relationship or whatever is going on. It's not a bad thing to say no. Because she walked away from Hollywood. Yeah, she did. She lost her career. Yep. And, um, and of course, women are not the exclusive victims of the casting couch. There was this notorious agent by the name of Henry Wilson, mm-hmm. who, uh, uh, the subject of a book called The Man Who Invented Rock Hudson, The Pretty Boys and Dirty Deals of Henry yes. Wilson. He played the same. He did Rock, Rock Hudson, Tab Hunter, Troy Donahue were some of his clients. And he, was a casting couch agent and traded liaisons for opportunities in the 40s, 50s, and 60s. He would just tell people, come with me, do what I say, I'll make you a movie star. He molded the gay Midwestern truck driver Roy Fitzgerald into the A-lister Rock Hudson while providing his own secretary, Phyllis Gates, as the beard. Wow. Mm. So actor Roddy McDowell said about this um uh, Henry Wilson, he said he was like the slime that oozed out from under a rock you did not want to turn over. <sighs> so, you know, it did happen with guys too. Well, oh, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, anyway, so what price fame, what price films, um, you know, the story of white male entitlement is the story of Hollywood. And they could make a movie about that. There, there we go. go. Good stuff. There you go. Right, we got to go. It's just, it's been our own, that casting couch. But I didn't know where the, like, what was the first one. Right, or, right. But that every one of the studios started that way. November 24th. Yeah. All right, listen. All right, thank you, honey. We'll be right back with our favorite headlines of the day. Falling in love with me. Possibilities. I look like all you need. One kiss 
uh, Calvin Harris and Dua Lipa singing One Kiss, Julia, just for your pleasure. One kiss. Okay, favorite headline today is Chrissy Teigen always has the uh, best comebacks and clapbacks when people troll her with something. And, uh, um, you know, so someone tweeted her when she was on Watch What Happens Live. Um, you look beautiful, but you should grow your hair long again. Girls with round faces should not have short hair like that. It makes your face look huge. Been there. Believe me. Hashtag long hair. <laughs> Chrissy. Honestly. Wow. Thank you. Because when I wake up each morning, I wonder what would, and then she uses her handle. Would, what would she do? And then I try to make her happy. So this was a mistake on my part. <laughs> That's a good comeback. That's, Isn't that? Yes. She's, she's, she's so very good at funny. that. And she is. She did just have a baby. She just had a baby. My gosh. She's uh, like that baby is not even that old. I don't even uh-uh. think it's six months old. No, I don't either. Jeez, I don't okay. think that it is at all. Okay. What other headlines we got? Well, ABC today revealed the celebrities who will be competing on Dancing with the Stars Juniors Edition. Did we post their little faces? We did indeed. They range in age from 9 to 14. Why are they telling us this now? Because no one's watching Dancing with the Stars, the other one that's on. (laughs) But this one doesn't even come on until the next Dancing with the Stars. No, but it's right... When does it start? Is it right around the corner? Uh, Isn't it starting in like November? Maybe. But when this next season is over. Yes. Uh... Bristol Palin's son is old enough to be on this. Yeah, he's nine. nine. Yeah, nine. Yes, a nine-year-old. Yep. Uh, Scotty Pippen's daughter. Of course, your favorite, Honey, Honey Boo, Boo, Boo. Boo. Yeah, she's uh, thirteen now. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I. I. I don't know. Yep. I'm not going to watch this. No. I, For I, sure, I'm not. Okay. I might once. Once just, just to, to do peek it. At Honey yeah, Boo Boo, right. Mama June. It'll be on my DVR. I, okay, who fine. cares? It'll happen automatically. <laughs> but. I don't know. I guess this is a test for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Jennifer Lopez shows off some incredible biceps and says she's feeling like Superwoman. Well, she looks like Superwoman. Well, she, she's got some amazing she guns. She does we have some pipes. this photo. She said when she started this run in Vegas, you know... Um, is it, it closing pretty soon? Yeah. She thought, 15 shows in 27 days, that's a lot. But I made a promise to myself that instead of letting it wear me down, I would be even stronger at the end of it. I will work out to be in the best shape of my life. Well, there were moments when I was tired where the travel and I had to fit in my workouts where I could. But here we are with only three shows left and I'm having so many emotions, but mostly just feeling strong, happy, and grateful. She is good. She doesn't put anything bad in her body. She doesn't drink anything. She doesn't smoke anything. She yeah. doesn't eat anything. Yeah. Well, I think she eats. It's not fair to oh, say. No, but she eats. Yeah. She's clean. But, yeah. I think she looks amazing. She looks yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. And I think her boyfriend is getting soft. Oh? oh? Yeah. Have you doughy? seen a picture of him lately? Oh, Old no, fluffy. You know what? Listen. He doesn't deserve... I don't like them together. Okay, but here's the deal. <laughs> A-Rod is, ter- is getting into the territory when men start to get potato heads if they're going to get one. What His age is that? I grow. love it. When is that happening? About 45 when they start losing testosterone. They'll either get a potato head well, or they what won't. do you mean by a potato head? Just becomes huge. The head it's, keeps growing? Yeah. In oh fact, Casey gosh. asked me, he said, has my head gotten bigger? And I didn't have the heart to tell him it did. It has. It is not, no, is I'm it? I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, for gosh sakes. But I'm just, you can, some, some guys, it's, that's, you know. Well, I give you Javier Bardem. No, but he was born with a horse's head. I'm talking His about His mom growing. did not have that child vaginally no, but if I'm, it was a I, I'm head. talking about getting a potato head is the side effect 
for some guys in midlife. It happens. Their mm. face spreads like an ass spreads. And it becomes <laughs> I, a I always thought it was with weight gain. When you get bigger, your head grows bigger, your ears I, grow bigger. My unofficial theory is oh, the endopause uh, stage. The testosterone has gone down a little bit. The yeah, estrogen oh, has come up a little bit. And they don't know. They're feeling maybe more emotions. And, uh, yeah, they... they their face I'm, I'm looking at a picture of him when he was with the Yankees and then one with J-Lo. Yeah, his head's gotten bigger. Yeah, He's gained also about 40 <laughs> pounds if you look at it. That's why your but, head but, gets but, bigger. But, but the head... The it is a it is a syndrome it is a thing that happens. Ask any doctor; they haven't named no, it the potato it, head. Lori, we <laughs> know your there. noses continue to grow and your ears continue to grow. But but the reason not everybody gets a potato head. Not every guy gets a potato. It's when they head. gain weight, goofball. No, it isn't, Julia. I've seen skinny men get the potato. Give face. me a skinny man. Well, I can't do it off the top of my head, but I, I bet one. you. Billy Bob Thornton, skinny yeah. body, huge, huge head. head. Well, that's the syndrome of no. Hollywood. No, Julia. <laughs> no, you know it is. No, my theory, I think, holds. Okay, uh, it doesn't because right. it's a potato head, even it's not even the right shape. All right. So Jennifer Lopez, this movie Second Act, this romantic comedy, they are moving it from November 21st to December 14th. They're hiding it. No, they're, they're not. No, it. it's no. going to have big competition. No, because you don't want to have something open Thanksgiving weekend. All this buzzy stuff opens. Put it a couple weeks before Christmas when people are just looking for a great romantic comedy. This is good. I think it's. I think it tested well, and they think it'll good play through the holidays. All right. Fine. Yeah, I think it's. I think that's. I agree what I to dis- disagree. You do. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. No, because it's going to. Otherwise, it'd be facing off against. You know, it's going to face off on its new date. <laughs> Listen, Mortal Engines and Spider Man. So literally, not one movie we would want to see that weekend. Right. That's a movie we'd want to see if it opens this November twenty first. There's like eight great movies opening. So they put name one. Well, I, all the ones we'll we've been talking that. about, like right. the Hate You Give, oh, and right, a lot right, of critically right. acclaimed movies yes. that have been are buzzy. Put it on the weekend when it's all the manly stuff. Give us a rom com in December, in the middle of December. We need it. We're we might be stressed out because it's only two weeks to the holidays, and you got crap to do, and you haven't even what started. What day is Christmas? Does anyone know? A Wednesday. Yeah. A dumb day. Yeah, oh, I hate those Wednesday. midweek yeah. holidays. Yeah, Christmas Eve is yeah. a Tuesday, and Christmas Day is a Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Bob Odenkirk, we love him in Better Call Saul. Mm-hmm. He is joining this uh, Little Women remake from uh, Greta Gerwig. Is this the one with Meryl Streep? Meryl and- Streep, Timothy Chalamet. I'm so not. Well, good for him. Well, You're not interested? You don't care? Oh, okay. Not really. Yeah. All right. I like this. See, Amy Pascal is producing the movie. It's going to be an updated thing. And I feel like I've seen that movie so many times. Name the last time you saw it. Winona Ryder. Okay, that was that was 15 years it's ago. Been on at TV least. A lot. At least. Have all a good right. night. All right. We'll see y'all tomorrow.